This episode of Hidden in the Shadows is sponsored by the new podcast, Scary Time. Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Turkey Day. I know you're listening to well, let on Black Friday, but um, yeah, related Thanksgiving. Yeah. Ate a lot of good food today. Yeah. Made, Megan made some of the best macaroni and cheese I've ever had. <gasps> Ooh, my inner chefy is going nuts right now. Yeah, that, that's that's a terrible terminology. Sorry. <laughs> I made a song before the podcast, too, about it. Don't. Don't the, sing it. I might get no. stuck in people's... <laughs> I, might get, I, have a, I have a little thing that I do where, like, I don't know why. I make up random jingles. And... <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, like, I always... Well, I don't say we're always going to do it, but uh, I guess we can start making a tradition. Uh, weekly haunted update in, yeah. in our lives. Uh, not much paranormal, but Megan did have a... Interesting dream. Yeah, I had a weird dream. So, uh, and uh, recently me and Isaac have talked about like possibly expanding our family and stuff. Um, but my first, our first son, um, I wasn't like the pregnancy was okay, but the labor was what kind of worries me because I lost a lot of blood and, uh, it, it was rough. It was the labor part was kind of scary. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Like I said, I lost a lot of blood. I tore really bad and it was just not fun. Um, and so that makes me wonder, did I just have like a, a shitty doctor? Was it just like a, a shitty time or what? Do I, you know, what's going on? So, but the day before I was kind of worried about it. You know, I was thinking, well, I kind of have to go to the OBGYN and, and see what, you know, he says, and I'm getting a little bit nervous about that. Anyways, the next day I had a dream. And when I was thinking of that, I was actually in the shower thinking of it the day before. And because, you know, because, you know, you ponder life in the shower. Mm. Anyways, so I go in the shower and I, I'm standing there and these stones like fall out, right? Two stones. Well, actually, they look like lima beans. And then it turns into these. They fall at you. Yeah. yeah. I know it's awkward. It's a little TMI. Should probably put a disclaimer. Um, <laughs> so it was like these pale blue like stones and don't ask me why, but I put them on like the ledge of the tub, right? And so I'm freaking out, like, what the hell is this? Right? Is this my, <laughs> like, I was freaking out, like, I didn't know what it was. Was it a cyst? Was it an ovary? Like, I don't know what is going on. Um, I mean, that's my dream head speaking, like, you know, anyways. So I was in the shower and no more than like five minutes in the shower, this lady comes in dressed like a doctor and she's very, very like sweet looking like, but I'm over here like, what the F is going on? 
You know, first of all, I, I'm like aware I'm in my shower at home. I know something's wrong with these stones and there was two stones and I lined them up for some reason, you know, one in front of each other. And she comes in the, sh- I mean, she has her clothes on. She goes in the shower with her doctor uniform on and she starts like, she takes her stethoscope and like listens to my stomach. Right. And I'm like, what is this? Because like I've said before, I'm always very aware in my dreams. And I haven't been able to remember dreams for a long time. And uh, this one I managed to remember. So anyways, so she goes, oh my God, I'm so, so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. You're going to have, like, she was more, I'm still like, what the hell is going on? And she goes, you're going to have a baby girl. Like, I'm so excited for you. And it was like, she was almost angelic. And so I woke up after, like, I woke up, I, the lady disappeared and I woke up and I I didn't wake up. I got out of the shower, went into my room to change and I'm still like, what the hell? And I keep saying like, should I have taken those stones with me? I don't know. Right. So anyways, I wake up from the dream and I'm like, what is that? So I started doing some research because I've talked to people, even when I guest start on Ghosty Girls, she was telling me that I really should start writing my dreams down. And so, you know, I looked at like dream dictionaries to kind of figure out pregnancy dreams and stuff like that. But I just thought it was so weird. Like we had just talked about like, you know, when we were going to expand our family and all that stuff and all of that. And, uh, one of my friends sent me this thing because I was telling, um, her about the dream. And I was saying, like, it, this is so weird about – and she sent me this thing about angel light and pregnancies. And I can't remember, like, the actual term, but it had something to do with basically, like, the idea if you believe that, like, kids are already in heaven and they pick their parents kind of thing, like, the soul is already in heaven kind of, mm-hmm. you know, theory – and it's basically the connection between the mother and your future baby. And I'm like, hmm, because there was two stones and twins run very high in our family. And I just thought it was weird because like before, like if you were to ask me, I always say, like recently I've, I would tell you, oh, I feel like I'm going to have a girl next. I've been saying that for the longest time. So I don't know. I don't know. You guys can, this is going to be a premonition dream, but there is something very, very different about this dream that stood out. And that doctor lady, like, it's very prominent. So you're saying, good chance we might have twin girls. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> He's worried because the whole, like, dating thing when they're older, you got two girls dating. It's two time things I have to worry about at the same time. Yeah. But, uh,. But yeah, so I don't know if that's like a premonition dream. Stay tuned. That may have been a premonition dream. (laughs) Find out next year. So, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like, it it wasn't like she was telling me right now. I feel like in the dream, the doctor was basically saying, like, because she was telling me stuff and I was just like, what the hell is happening? Right? And why are you in my shower? Like, I was very, like, I just didn't understand what was going on. And like, I didn't even really, like, put, the two stones together until I went back and I was telling, I went back and we were, I was telling my friend about like, Oh yeah, there was two stones. And then I was like, wait a second, there was two stones. And the stone is supposed to mean like your future kid. 
is there two future kids? Is there twins? And I put that together. It's kind of crazy, though. Yeah. Like, and that really is true. Because, I mean, in the dream dictionary, pregnancy means, like, uh, I forgot what it meant. It's, like, it's something in your life that's, like, imp- like improving or something like that, like a rebirth in your life. So, I mean, that could also mean something, too. But something was telling me, because there's a different feeling when I kind of get, like, a premonition dream, which isn't very often. And then a different dream when it's, like, it means something deeper. It really doesn't mean anything at all. So, yeah. I don't know about that, guys. So, (laughs) stay tuned for that. Yeah. Well, today's subject is all about hotbed ranches. Um including my own and I guess haunted locate haunted land. Cause the yeah. ranch essentially is an area of land where people purchase and they own and stuff like that. Yeah. But I guess the main two amongst others, including my own, mm-hmm. um, is Stardust Ranch and, uh, Skinwalker, Skinwalker ranch. ranch. Don't call it Skywalker Ranch. Like I did earlier. <laughs> <clears throat> I accidentally said Skywalker. Like when we did the first clip <laughs> and my own. And, Trying to figure out why such areas of land are incredibly high active. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to start with Skywalker. Skywalker. Now you got me saying it. <laughs> Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Um, you know, I forgot totally where it is. Uh, yeah. dude. I know it's Utah. North. Utah, because Stardust is Arizona, I believe. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I forgot the exact town, but it is in Utah. Yeah. Skinwalker Ranch was notorious for alien sightings, mm-hmm. mutilation of cattle, um, ghosts, uh, interdimensional creatures. Um, yeah, it's crazy. You name it. It got stuff. so bad that uh, paranormal, not paranormal, an alien enthusiast, a billionaire named, uh, I forgot his first name, but his last name is Bigelow. Um, Bigelow? Bigelow. Mm, I know. Everyone, like, uh, you know, was it Deuce Bigelow from Male Gigolo thing? But that he was doing his stuff long before the movie was even made. Um he purchased the land and he hired his own scientific team to investigate it. Now, the entire time they were there and investigating stuff, they visually caught nothing, but they saw things. Now, take it as you what, take it as you what, take it as you may, um, of the stories they told, true or not, who knows, but evidence of certain things happening, um, can't be disputed. They had cameras on all different, like, high telephone poles and light poles all around the ranch to catch something. And the only thing they ever caught was something invisible moving the camera or destroying Ew. it. Weird. Uh, one of the weird things is that the scientists were some at some point high up fence line thing, mm-hmm. like a little man-made balcony, you would say, peering out, and they saw a orange ball of light in one section all of a sudden open up like a portal and out crawled out of that portal was this humanoid creature thing long claws and teeth come out covering some kind of goo like fall out of the portal hole and when you can see through the portal whatever was back there was red and orange whatever land or dimension it came from was orange and it crawled out of that fell into the ground and scurried off into the woods Ew. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the major things, because uh, by the way, if you guys ever want to watch a documentary on Skinwalker Ranch, I mean, a documentary is by uh, Jamie Bell, mm-hmm. the same guy. If you watch anything on Netflix, uh, he did the uh, Lazarus, uh, or no, the uh, uh, 
uh, UFO, uh, Bob Lazarus and the Flying Saucers or something. I forgot what called, but it's about, uh, yeah, the whistleblower with the UFOs and stuff like that. Dang. Um, but yeah, he did this other documentary on Skinwalker Ranch again because of aliens and stuff like that. Him and George Knapp. Um, it's pretty interesting. A lot of stuff they figured out. I remember they're talking to, uh, the family, the last one that owned it. I don't know if they still own it or they still live there. And then Mr. Bigelow, he, he owns the area. I forgot the actual <laughs> story. Mr. Bigelow. <laughs> um, but they said they had these prize bulls, four of them, mm-hmm. uh, that were their main breeding for the cattle that they, they, they bred to sell, you know, for meat and stuff like that. And they were saying on the, trip into town and a trip back that if they ever lost these bulls that'd be the end of them mm-hmm. so they got back to the ranch and they were gone they were missing they searched the Jeez. whole ranch couldn't find them until they found them in a barn um that was way too small for them to get into them by oh themselves and they were lined up perfectly fit like like almost like perfect like the most accurate way you can fit them in there lined up all four of them together and they were in a daze they weren't moving or anything until Wait, guess what? Uh, the main guy, that's the owner, he said, Hey, they're in here. And they finally woke up and they're like, What the hell's going on? They're freaking out. So they had the, uh, Mr. Bigelow's scientific team come in and try to figure out, like, how did they get in there, stuff like that. And they did any, like, kind of tests and they found out the fence, the metal fence surrounding the area was magnetized. Jeez. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Kimwalker Ranch thing. That's. It's covered in crap. Um, the family says they had par- uh, poltergeist stuff happen in their home. Yeah. The ones that lived there, that owned the ranch, and they, before they had Mr. Bigelow's well, team come in and stuff like that. Have you actually ever seen, because they actually have it, it's very, like, disturbing, so anybody that goes and looks at it after I say, um, just be advised that it is kind of graphic, but, like, the cow mutilations is kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, they actually... Because I think, like, a couple of blogs covered it and stuff like that. And people that, like, went there. But, like, the cow mutilations, like... I had this scary. calf mutilation. Um, this The, the farmer, he's the owner, he was uh, tagging newborn calf's ears. Mm-hmm. Like, one after another, one after another. The new ones that were born. And he tagged one and then let it go. And then he, the, he, the mother cattle... Mother cattle? Mother cow was running around panicking and stuff like that. And he goes, what's going on? And that... One of the calves that he just recently tagged was missing. Then it showed up seven minutes later. It didn't show up. Its skin showed up <gasps> and a skeleton of it, um, with a tag on its ear of he just put on there. And it was no blood around this body. None, not a drop. And it was skinned. It was, uh, carved up like surgical. It was, it's leftovers was left behind. Ew. Yeah. Seven minutes. And they think maybe it was taken and then put back. That's why there's no blood. Yeah. That's crazy. Again, my thing about it, it's crazy that things can do this. Well, I don't say it's things. If it's aliens, they're, you know, stuff like that. Teleportation technology, they're able to move something that fast. Um, But funny enough... (laughs) Skinwalker Ranch and the other one we're talking about, Stardust, have paranormal things happen, but they have a lot of alien sightings, too. Yeah. Now, uh, switching gears to Stardust Ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, Stardust Ranch Ghost Adventures actually investigated. 
Yes. Um, that's why I figured I learned about it and stuff like that. And I did my own research behind it. <clears throat> Stardust Ranch had more paranormal-based things happen, mm-hmm. but also alien things. According to the uh, owner of the house in the Stardust Ranch area, mm-hmm. he said he's killed over 40-something aliens. What? With a samurai sword. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, crazy. I don't know. Not crazy. Whatever. But he says when he kills them, when he slices them their head off or in half or something, they disintegrate. Hence why there's no bodies. Conveniently enough. Now, uh-huh. um, he said when he first bought the land, mm-hmm. um, bought the house, some random dude walked on there carrying uh, it's like a, a rifle over mm-hmm. his shoulder. He says he was freaking out, like, what is this fucking random dude running on my walking on my land with a guy named rifle? And he had a main house and there's a secondary house where he was walking to, right? And he thought it was a guest house. Mm-hmm. Guy walking to it, right? Sir, can I help you? He's like, Oh, I'm here to keep the, the gray man away. It's like, what gray man? What are you talking about? I this is I own it now. It's like he says, Well, the last guy hired me to make sure the gray man never came here. It's like, Well, I don't I don't what I don't care about that. I need you to go on. It's like so like, yeah, so you're gonna take care of him, right? He goes, well, take care of who? It's like that. It's like, the guy walks off and goes, "You're OC." Ew, and he leaves. that sounds like something from like a movie. <laughs> yeah, and then he just leaves, right? And then that's he said he wished he would have kept him because obviously now he's the one to fight him off because he said he's had to fight off aliens who tried to abduct his wife numerous times. They bust into the house. They try to take her away. He could ah, chops him in half. Or oh something. my gosh! Right. These are his claims, whether true or not. I don't know. Um, all knows when Ghost Adventures was there, right? Uh, they did catch EVPs. They did catch a black mass that ran past the trailer of where they had, um, I guess a setup, right? They did catch a, a black mass off in the distance, um, inside the house. They, but they catch much, but they like that. Alien wise, not much, stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Nothing lights in the sky or anything like that. Now I, I remember something. I don't know. I remember it was Skinwalker Ranch, or is another one entirely in its own, or another place that uh, Mr. the guy Bigelow, Bob Bigelow. I don't remember his damn name. I gotta look it up. Just you know, Bigelow. it'd be a cool name, what? Billy Bigelow. <laughs> or sounds like a lawyer or a wrestler. Chad Bigelow. Uh, Dennis Bigelow. Uh, Ethan Bigelow. But I remember they they investigated. Sorry, <laughs> I know they investigated somewhere that Mister Bigelow owned, um, somewhere north. Yeah, uh, somewhere it snowed. Now, I, think, I don't know if it was Skinwalker Ranch or not because it didn't look like the same area that documentary was done. This looked like a whole different area, like a cabin house and cabins. Yeah, and I think they were saying that it's a place where he had uh, the uh, alien group investigators or alien scientists or his scientific team come. Because this also place was a hotbed for him. I want to think it's Skinwalker Ranch, but I can't remember. Mm. But they they went out to the woods. Well, actually, there was no woods. The Ghost Fitches crew went out to an open area out in the wilderness and tried to catch something, but they did catch a ball of light in the distance. Jeez. Um, well, have you seen that? I think I've shared it a couple of times on our Instagram. It's these people that, I guess, like camped out. I don't know if they were on Skinwalker Ranch or... Or what they were basically like, or if they were like right outside of it or something, but they were in their RV and they heard like, ah, it was like a weird, like yelling. And it is like, when you hear it, like, you know, like how you see these videos and sometimes you say, and eh, they're fake, but 
with that video, like I got I got chills from it. You know something weird too in the whole Skinwalker Ranch documentary thing, they never talk about Skinwalkers. So I mean, like, how the hell did they even get that name? I mean, it's Utah, it's North Area, it's North areas where Appalachian Mountains and near Canada, well, where forgot, Skinwalkers would be. I forgot the actual name of the tribe, but that used to be it borders a reservation. I want to say it's the UT tribe, but I'm not sure. Or the Navajo put a curse on the UT land. Or something like that. I'm not 100% sure of the actual thing, but I know it borders a Native American reservation, and I think they were the ones to give them that name, to give it that name. Yeah. Which. Because a lot of. Well, Arizona, I don't, I don't know if Stardust Ranch had Native American ties or not. It's possible. Arizona yeah. is. There's definitely. That gives me uh, an idea, or at least a theory, is that. How are Native Americans able to curse land at that level? Like they have a connection to, well, I, it's on like known fact, but not known fact, but it's known within lore amongst Native Americans that they have a very high connection to the spiritual realm. Maybe they have ability to, let's say open a portal, but open a connection to a specific area of land to make sure that land is available to the spirits. Yeah. Interesting. That's why some places have poltergeist activity, have hauntings, right? Have crazy crap happen to them, almost like tormenting them in a sense. Yeah. Um, so that family that had all that crap happen to them, whether it was aliens or was it ghosts, did see it as a problem, a consistent problem. Yeah. At that ranch. Could you imagine, like, you move into a new house, you think you're doing good, you got a ranch, and out. I guess I don't know. It's it's I'm trying to understand. It's 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 like I don't know about Stardust Ranch, Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, that's <clears throat> it. Probably has Native American ties to it. Yeah. Um, when it comes to curses, but they suspected alien stuff because of the weird, strange activity, plus the opening of portals and different like that. But it could have been spiritual in the sense of paranormal, because they said they did see something invisible knock a camera down. Yeah. Um. And then the mutilations and stuff like that, that, that ties with, with alien abductions and stuff like that, when they abduct animals and they mutilate it and they bring it back, they take eyeballs out or something like that. Just weird stuff. It's almost like they're looking like, oh, these are, which always bother me. Maybe yeah. a question somebody who listens can answer. Um, why experiment on animals who've been here for eons in a sense? Yeah. Unless they're specifically going after animals that humans have crossbred or bred to for different reasons. Well, if it's cows, humans eat cows. Yeah. Well, we eat more than just that meat. Yeah, but maybe they're... Like, if they're trying to understand humans in general, maybe they're trying to understand what cows do to humans' bodies. Like, why do we eat it? Well, well, they do abduct us. <laughs> so would he simply abduct us and find out why? Oh yeah. no, I don't want to be abducted. That's no. that's that's another terrifying thing. Could you imagine that? Yeah. Cause like everything that you ever thought of the like world would be changed. Like you know, like when you think about aliens and you think that they exist, you you kinda know about it, but you know, you're not actually experiencing it. But when you actually experience it, it's Altering. Yeah. 
Now, the stuff that happened to Stardust Ranch um, is alien-based, but it has a few Portuguese activities, i.e. alien stuff. Or, sorry, ghost stuff. Now, it made me think, is there some connections between ghosts and aliens? A lot of people want to think so. This feels like a discussion for aliens, too. Yeah, which we are <laughs> going to be doing. Not that week that we actually cover... Because next week we have another topic, which I'm going to... I'm excited to cover. Um, and then the following Friday, we have um, Aliens Part 2, but we have a bonus episode that week, and that will kick off our... Um, we're going to start doing one bonus episode a month. Technically, we're supposed to already. Yeah. yeah. We were supposed to already, kind of. We also talked about doing it possibly starting in January, but um, at the end of this episode, we'll talk more about it, but... We have a really cool person that we're going to be interviewing for technically December's, and it coincides with Aliens Part 2. Yeah. Um, guess what time it is? Ad time! This episode of Hidden in the Shadows is sponsored by the new podcast, Scary Time. We are promoting a brand new podcast called Scary Time. Uh, this podcast brings you new creators every week while bringing you the scariest stories and conversations ever heard. Every week, an independent creator tells us about the paranormal, ghosts, monsters, hauntings, creepy places, enchanted objects, aliens, and more. And if one of the creators sparks your spooky interest, feel free to follow them on their podcast content page. I mean, if you dare. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to Scary Time lets you try out new creators, binge listen to all the shows until you find the one you love. Make sure to check out Scary Time on all major platforms and follow on social media. Um, all social media links will be linked in our episode description as well as on our Instagram account. Tired of the same old scary stories by commercial creators? Give indie creators a try with Scary Time. And uh, check that out, you guys, if uh, you get a chance. Um, scary Time. You can hear some of our stuff in there, too. Yeah, we have yeah. an episode with them. Actually, we were like one of the first episodes like that premiered that week. Their first week out there, so... Did you believe Bazaar in there, too? Yeah, I think they were in yeah. the same week as us, which is cool. Because independent paranormal people. Yeah, they he <laughs> really helps, like, independent paranormal people kind of have, a, like, an extra platform to get their stuff out there. So, yeah. Now, a uh, infamous topic amongst uh, um, us... This is when I really wish we were like a video podcast because that face that you just made. I was trying to get a piece of turkey right back in my tooth. Oh, that's. Uh, I almost got it. All right. Uh, I'll get it later. (laughs) Um, Someone, please send help. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Something I get asked. um, Well, I've only been really in a couple of interviews, but I get asked people when they they hear, already hear a story and they want to know about my ranch. One mm-hmm. of the ranch I grew up on. Yeah. Of why so much paranormal things happened. Yeah. And not just to me. Um, maybe I've been trying to figure that out for a while now. God damn, I loosened it up. Now it's bothering me. Oh, my God. Wait. Who's oh, my God. Here? They can literally hear you 
pushing around your mouth. Got it. Got it. Ew. Leftovers. <laughs> God have mercy. Make it food. Oh, my chefy. <laughs> I keep wanting to say it's, you know, I'm just going to destroy that tagline because literally I keep trying to say. Someone's got a wine on a shirt. No, I keep trying to say inner chefy, but I keep saying inner shelfy. So it's like it doesn't have the same impact because it sounds like I can't speak. So now um, I run through the greatest hits of things that have happened on my ranch, including seeing a white figure in the woods when I was a kid. Not technically a woods, open field. Mm-hmm. My friend seeing the same white figure in the in the in the field. Not the same field, but in open field yeah. on the ranch. Um my friend Matt's uh hearing a hoof stump next to the car and away from the car. Next to the car, away from the car, next to the car, away from the car. And then a long nail scratch against Ugh. the side of it. And I can attest to, cause I've been to that ranch a couple times. A couple times was like family gatherings with Isaac's family. So like I wasn't really like there by myself, but I remember one night, um, you had, you parked it like you weren't like fully in the ranch. You were like right at the, the start of the road that leads into the ranch. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, and you had parked there because there was a way to access like where he lived, that little apartment type building thing. So, um, or extra rooms essentially is what, what it was. And so I said, thinking I was all cool that I was just going to stay in the car and, Funny enough, like I had sensitive ability, uh, obviously I've always had sensitive abilities, but like I would feel energy and stuff like that even there. And like, I was actually terrified. Like, do you remember me telling you, like I hid under my jacket? Cause you were scared of the things I told you before. No, you didn't really, t- I mean, you really didn't know because you, this was like kind of like at the beginning of part of us dating. Yeah. And so, you really didn't tell me that many stories. You told me stuff happened, but like you didn't go in depth with the stories. You just said that a lot of creepy stuff had happened. Yeah. Um, continue on the list. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah. Oh, seeing the, uh, I real quick. I just remembered because someone I had was talking to someone, um, through our DMs, um, on hidden in the shadow. And I think I had made a connection. Tell talk about the one girl that you saw that was all black, wasn't it? In I there? was about to do it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to get that out there. Seeing Go. a girl in all black when a, re- a very small girl, I would say ten or eleven. She was young, mm-hmm. but you know, so tall enough that you know it's not like a little tiny toddler. Um, all black. Her Victorian dress was black. Her skin was black. Her nails were black. Her hair was black. Everything was black. Bang on the table, telling me to wake up. Right, wake mm-hmm. up, wake up. Wake up! Boom! Slams on the table, right? Jeez. And I see my nightstand rattling after the bang, after I wake up, essentially. Um, what connection are you talking about? No, there was a couple people that had said that they seen something similar. I can't think off the top of my head, like the actual description or what they were telling me, but. Basically a detailed shadow figure. Yeah. Yeah. No, cause someone had said that they had a dream where, uh, there was like a, almost like a witch shadow figure at the door oh. trying to come into the house. And 
which made me kind of think of, and I've heard other people say too, they've, they've seen like a, almost like a witch shadow figure. And it kind of goes back to that one story that we covered in listener submission stories where remember the one that I had to put a disclaimer for because I didn't know if it was demonic or not, but I thought it was like a witch haunting. But again, it goes back to the, like a witch shadow figure almost. And so I'm wondering if, like the hat man and stuff like that, if there's like a different witch shadow figure that comes around. But I think she only likes males. Mm. She only comes around to males. Like young, old, whatever. Um, seeing a giant mass of something that's had hooded feet walk past my window. Ew. Uh, and block out the light. Uh, what's going on? Uh, da, 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 da. You're hearing someone knock on the door. Open there's, it. there's definitely some like. Energy. Yeah, let me finish your list. Sorry, jeez. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. All right. Someone knock at the door. Open the door. Knock on the door. Open the door. No one there. Um, but that's just mine, and that's just yeah. a small list. Uh, my cousin Valerie seeing a old woman, oh, yeah. clear as day, mm-hmm. at the foot of her bed, peeking up above the foot of the bed. And just staring at her. And and she wasn't like scary. She was just like normal. It was an old woman just staring at her. Old Hispanic woman. And just fucking just like not smiling or not angry. Just a blank face just staring at her. Yeah. If it's someone that's like, especially if it's residual. Uh, I don't know anyone died over there where my Uncle Mario lives. But you got to think the land, Isaac. She was Hispanic though. I mean, granted, Texas and stuff like that. um, I thought maybe it was someone that knew my that family, like my well, my uncle, my young. I mean, that could Yolanda. be possible too. Yeah. Um, but she. Threw, it can also be ancestral guides too. Yeah, she threw her blanket over her and ran out of the room. She said when she threw the blanket over her, though, it left the impression of someone was underneath it. Yeah. Then my uncle Mario ran in, thinking someone broke in. No one's there. Uh, my dad seen a black mask in our house, uh, down the hallway where me and our brother slept, but um. I mean, that happened over there where my uncle Mario is. Now, um my oh sorry, scratch that. Um forgot where it was. My my dad seen that black mask over um in our hallway where we slept as kids. Yeah. Um and him just talking out to the baby, he was just dreamy or something like that. Then I mean the stuff I saw, the ranch stuff we heard a ranch, plus the uh the pterodactyl sounding creature, oh, yeah. whatever it was, that my my father fired six shots in the Area where it was, and then I heard it run away, sounding like it had big feet. Oh my god! Like you hear, like its heel and its whole foot go slap, heel slap, heel slap, heel slap, heel slap, yeah. and it ran away. Well, like that's what I think about, like when you have like ranches and stuff like that. You know, like when you have a house, there's different energies that repeatedly go through. But normally with ranches and like country type land, you don't have. <laughs> Like, so many people going in and out of the house. You know what I mean? Normally, when someone acquires the land, it's normally generational, like, family. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my uncle chasing the witch down the stairs. Ew. The bruja apparently turned into a giant chicken. Oh, my gosh. And you hear yeah. the foot that Yeah. Running All away. of these stories are told in detail, by the way. If you go in my ghost stories. And my ghost stories, too. And, and my ghost stories, three. Yeah. So, he um, tells all about it. Yeah. But these are just, like, the greatest hits of what happened. Greatest hits. <laughs> God. I just thought more different stories and stuff like that. I remember when I told about me and my brother um, seeing someone up in the stairwell. But uh, 
to try to figure out why. Why my, that area of land? Why that ranch? Why, and particularly my family or something like that, but I, I didn't have any hauntings happen to me when I lived in California. Mm-hmm. I had them all there. Yeah. So it, it, it tells me that it's not essentially me that brings them into fruition. It's It was that. The, the place. Yeah. The body. Of- now, I think I t- explained this a couple of times before. Um, there's a tree mm-hmm. standing right at the entranceway to my ranch. Um, big branches, but one Pacific branch comes out pretty far and straight. We're perfectly where you can hang something from it or hang someone. Jeez. There is a ring worn into that branch in a Pacific spot. And over time, of course, from ropes going up and down, up and down, up and down, off it burns essentially that ring into the tree. But the tree has grown over it, but that's still indention of where it was is still there. It looks like a big knot in that one spot of the tree mm. um, with like a perfect indention of where a ring would be. This that was this is that's in Texas, small town of Texas, small town of Texas has been around since the 1800s. And it's not too far-fetched to believe they probably performed some of their own justices in that town in the yeah. Wild West days. Or, you know, racist acts and lynching people and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that's one conclusion mm-hmm. to why it might be so haunted. Or at least in, infested with different things. Or a breeding ground or even a portal. Now... Uh, I remember speaking to a paranormal investigation team, and he gave me the idea, one of the guys on the team, gave me the idea of ley lines. Mm-hmm. Ley lines are connection lines that grow across the entire planet that connect to different intersecting certain points. And sometimes when they intersect at certain points in the world, it's almost like a hotspot for paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. Could it be an intersection on my ranch? Mm. That's interesting. I would have to look at where the ley lines are recorded to figure out if it's actually going through that area of land. But it's kind of funny, too, that you mentioned the trees because I remember, I don't know, I don't think it was on an, the interview with us, but the API um, Apparition the Paranormal ones. Investigations, yeah. I watched an interview with them. I think it was on an interview saying about, you know, like who they are or whatever. It was like a local interview. Um, and they had talked about the trees at Hammock State Park were bad. Like, bad stuff happened associated with those trees. Remember me telling you about that? Mm. How I always, like, it's kind of funny because that, like, trees can hold history, essentially. But Was that a stone tape theory? Yes. Or stone, wood, basically wood, grains of wood can hold energy from past events. And yeah. Well, yeah. they said anything, like, objects can hold it. Well, that's haunted objects. But specifically like, about, like, stone, yeah, stone and wood and can wood hold and, yeah. the heavy yeah. energies. Um, But the reason I say that is because, like, my parents go there and they hike sometimes, like, especially during the summer months. And uh, my dad would – we actually have some of the trees thinking about it on our Instagram. Um, My dad was like, hey, I felt compelled to take these pictures and send them to you. I don't know why. Um, but I thought you would find them interesting and they were of these trees and anything kind of. I know. Maybe you sent me a picture of one of the tree that looked like, like yeah. evil, like it was burned. And it was yeah. Just black. Well, no, they were saying because they took their picture right in front of like a bunch of trees. And they were saying that some of the people that are clairvoyant were like saying like they had to get away from the trees. 
And so I guess they did history on their, cause I haven't, I haven't actually done history on it, but I think they were saying, if I remember correctly, that like the tree specifically had history too. Like there was some stuff, which makes sense because, you know, like a lot of North Carolina settlers and stuff like that came here. In fact, I found out that this was actually like a pathway to go out west. Like there would be a lot of pioneers because apparently on base there is, um, I always talk about this website. I can't think of the website right now, but I will post it in our description. Like in this episode description, I'll put the link to it. But basically it's like a Craigslist, but take Craigslist like idea away. And it's basically on paranormal encounters in your city. And Camp Lejeune has one. And one of the things was that on base, they would consistently see like paranormal apparitions of pioneer people. Like pioneer ghosts? Yeah, like, you know, people in that era of clothing. Yeah. Um, but they would see them like, I've never really, I'm, I don't have any military affiliation really, so I've never really been on base. But essentially it's like, like a separate city, you know? Mm. So like, I guess one of their back roads or whatever, specifically they see that but like there's like surrounding towns around here that have even like pirate ghosts apparently like apparitions of pirates and stuff like that so ah, the hard a, yeah so there's a lot of history like blackbeard even because i think it's like teaches hole is haunted or something and it's like off off of blackbeard um but queen anne's revenge is at the bottom of the sea mm-hmm. somewhere off the coast of north carolina yeah. Well, like, there is a, there's a house. I think it's Beaufort. It's either Beaufort or Bath and, um, North Carolina. And it's like, it's close to here. It's like maybe 30 minutes from where we live. Um, but apparently it's like the house that was originally Blackbeard's house. And like, you can see his ghost. Cause like, I don't know if he killed, like, he found his like woman, the lady that he was like with with one of his shipmates and I don't know if he killed him and her or just him, but you can hear her crying apparently Mm. at the house. It's like an inn now, I think, or someone owns it or at one point it was an inn. How do you start talking about that from when I was talking about my ranch? (laughs) Oh, because it started with the the impressions and like the thing. And then I was talking about like what you see over here. I like to backtrack tangents and find out how we get there. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. It started like Palpatine. Oh my God. Execute order 66. Oh my gosh, can you not? <laughs> For any Star Wars nerds out there, that didn't sound like Palpatine. Yes, do it. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I came out of nowhere. Okay. I'll add to Talk my about- impression list. Oh my god. <laughs> can I do a good mean Sean Connery? <laughs> Someone please help. Send help. Um, well, one of the fun things when we ever get to go back to Texas, yeah. um, I want to do a uh, Instagram live. At the ranch. At the ranch. It's going to be pretty long, so I have to walk around it, and it's a good ever how many acre ranch. But uh, 100 yards from the house I grew up in to my grandparents' house, and about another 200 yards from there to my uncle's house. Now, I don't really have to walk up to my uncle's house, because, well, nothing of happened to me happened there, so I can't really say, like, oh, that's where that stuff happened. So, Would you ever go to that wooded area line that you were talking about that you see? What are you talking about? Isn't there, like, a line of woods? Uh, most of the woods are actually, I can't, for someone who doesn't, 
never been there. It's hard to describe where it is. Because on my house, where I grew up mm-hmm. in, the back of it, not a lot of woods, mostly open field. And then about a good three, four football fields of open field, then you get to woods. And then as you walk up, grow up to my uncle's house, which if you're standing on the front of my house on the porch looking straight, it goes up a road, dirt road. Excuse me. And it goes up to my uncle's place. Uncle's place is engulfed in trees. Back around his house is all woods. It goes pretty far. How far? I don't know. I've never traveled that far. But I did have to track a deer with my uncle one time. You- and it, we probably walked a good 10 minutes into just woods. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. But you know what, though? I don't know what it is with that like section. Like, But these trees aren't tall. They're at most yeah. six and a half feet. If not six and a half. About no. seven to eight feet. But not like humongous like I don't, trees here anyway. I don't know what is going goes on in like the wooded areas around that area because we lived me and isaac lived um i never lived in blanco but i lived in a like outskirt of san antonio town called spring branch it's kind of like bordered the little towns of like spring branch real verde and it was like maybe spring branch from blanco the town i grew up in the town with this ranch mm-hmm. is, is about 15 minutes yes yeah. but we lived and i wouldn't say we lived on a ranch we lived in the middle of nowhere but up it, the highway. on a highway, but there was wooded area behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember, and like that house is where too with me, like a lot of stuff happened. We chalk it up of, to probably civil war happening there. I don't nice know. Fighting revolution war, civil war most likely happened in the area of Texas. Yeah. Um, how much? I don't know, but yeah. I know for sure revolutionary style battles happen in the areas of Blanco, Texas. Well, the thing is, like, too, like, I know, I don't think on your land, per se, because your grandmothers have had, your grandmother had that land for a long time. Well, since the 50s? Yeah. Yeah. But the land that we were at in Spring Branch, those woods, like, some dark-ass shit went on in those woods. Like, I'm talking, like, I think... I, to put it to you this way, I actually had where I have a couple of friends that are mediums and are very, very good at what they do. They're very in tuned with their abilities. And I remember I, when I was like kind of looking through my abilities and kind of backtracking like what, what my abilities do <clears throat> and like how I handled them, like going backwards and kind of seeing like the thoughts and stuff that I had, were they associated with ability or were they just like something I made up? Um, and I always had a bad feeling about those woods. Like, I I used to say immediately it was satanic stuff. But, you know, I, I never knew if it was just me playing, like, games in my head. Like, okay, Megan, you know, satanic stuff, really, you know. But I remember I went through and I showed all of my childhood houses to one of the mediums. And I said... I didn't tell him anything of my experiences. I just said, what do you sense? And that house in particular, they said, they literally said there is some dark ass shit. Like that was the actual term, dark ass shit. Like I, he, he was saying he would not want to go near those woods. And they were our backyard. Hmm. How perfect was that? Cause that was literally, that was the one time where I was home alone and, and those people were beating on the trailer there was also where we found like the horse skulls, like at the entrance of the, the thing. And then that weird house. Do you remember that weird house? And then that weird cow that would randomly show up. Well, that was some neighbor's cow that kept yeah. getting loose. But we didn't have any neighbors. The guy behind us. 
If you took a dirt road, his ranch was in that. Not the direct road. It was like his his road was another connection. But if you walked and passed in that woods in a certain area, yeah. you ended up in his ranch. Remember we walked. Yeah, that it one was time? really weird though because like that that, and then there was that field. Do you remember that field with a bridge? Yeah. I see. Like like put it to you this way. There is apparently there is this house that like. So do you remember that house that was over there? I, I thought it belonged to the guy who. Like I guess the guy that the essentially owned the land, and yeah. then he like outsourced to somebody else. But like, no, I used to have to literally like my. My family would always go and kind of like explore that area because they said, you know, we can walk over there because there was like a little valley and stuff. But I always got some strange vibes. So, in conclusion, mm-hmm. um, most of these other ranches, no, probably do more, but those two we really wanted to touch on on yeah. this episode, amongst my own. Um, when I want to start finding. Probably our future episode is like haunted land or Native American haunted land. Yeah, like cursed land. Yeah, there you go. That's Ooh, better. Cursed, cursed lands. lands. Ooh, sounds like a good title. Um, next week's episode I'm excited about, which is, which is pretty much um, I forgot the actual name of this like thing that happens, but basically abductions in. Like wooded areas. I mean, I'm not talking about true crime abductions. I'm talking about like strange phenomenon that they think is more on the supernatural side than, um, like true crime. I guess we can include people getting lost and disappearing around caves. Yeah. Like stuff like that. And like, um, my sister was saying, I think I'm going to end up confusing the two stories and combining them into one. But, like, the headlights, there was, like, was it kids? Kids? That saw the headlights? Oh, the adults would see the headlights and they would disappear. Uh-huh. So, in the woods, like, what looked like headlights and then it would disappear and then they would disappear. And then there was something with kids as well, so... Oof. So basically, mysterious yeah. abduction cases, and so, yeah. but not like true crime related. Yeah, not like someone you know like abducts you and kills you in the woods. It's people disappearing. Yeah, yeah, but like disappearances in the woods that are based on su- supernatural beliefs. Yeah, and then the following week, might as well say because we've mentioned it a f- few times, it's going to yeah. be Aliens Part Two. Also, we will have a bonus episode that week with um. One person that, um, he basically wrote a book about going to South America and investigating some of the, like, alien sightings and stuff like that, um, in South America. So it's going to be a good bonus episode. So these next couple of, like, episodes that are coming out are going to be good. So, um, some other news. Uh, I have a TikTok now. Oh, you have a TikTok? I don't even know about this. Oh, yeah. I know you're on TikTok. You got me on it. I'm on it. But I'm going to start doing videos. Yeah. Now, these videos would be anywhere from uh, thoughts I had on paranormal to random thoughts I have about, I don't know, anything and everything. Uh, Some music related, some pro wrestling related. But Oh, my gosh. Just ramblings from this. TikTok. Yeah. 
But yeah, if you guys want to follow me on the, the TikTok, it's at Isaac Octane. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have a TikTok too, but really don't post anything. I know we have actually have a TikTok because yeah, I wanted yeah. to actually start doing like paranormal videos and stuff on there and getting on there because I feel like we can hit a lot of people that are um involved like that use the app to like watch because i i enjoy watching the paranormal videos that are there like the weird stuff that you know Mm -hmm. theories and stuff like that about the paranormal um yeah because it's not just tiktok is not just like random people dancing even though it's filled with a lot of that well it depends on what you want to see if you want to see that or if you want to see funniness or you want to see cooking videos like what i have yeah or widows talk about different things Mm -hmm. ew okay that uh (laughs) whack Wacko. Yeah. Right. Um, as always, you can check us out on Instagram at Hidden in the Shadows Podcast. Yep. Oh, oh, we have stickers. We have stickers. Yeah. We have stickers coming through. Um, they're not here yet. Um, I know I already have some going out though. But like, um, if you're interested, we are doing a free like logo sticker. So if you're interested in wanting one for free, again, it's for free. For free. First one's free. Yes, first one's free. Everybody um, gets one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're sending those out. So just hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, wherever, um, and say, Hey, I like one of y'all stickers. All right. Were you Southern Bell or something? Yeah. I would declare I do like one of them stickers, I tell you that. Uh, <laughs> um also check out our Twitter at Hidden in the Shaw Six. Yep. Wish I could change the damn name. Oh my gosh. Hidden in the shop. <laughs> okay, now that was strange. <laughs> um, as always, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yes. Oh.